This program is brought to you by Bible Way Media, a work of the Ulaga Church of Christ. Hello, and welcome to the podcast, Spiritual Appetizers, small devotional tidbits to stimulate the spiritual appetite. Matthew chapter 4 and verse 4 says, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. The topic for discussion today in episode 29 is going to be from 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verses 7 through 10. God's grace should be sufficient for the Christian. 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verses 7 through 10 read, And lest I should be exalted above measure by the abundance of the revelations, a thorn in the flesh was given to me, a messenger of Satan, to buffet me, lest I be exalted above measure. Concerning this thing, I pleaded with the Lord three times that it might depart from me. And he said to me, My grace is sufficient for you, for my strength is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, most gladly, I will rather boast in my infirmities, that the power of Christ may rest upon me. Therefore, I take pleasure in my infirmities, in reproaches, in needs, in persecutions, in distresses, for Christ's sake. For when I am weak, then... I am strong. So, Paul had a thorn in the flesh. We're not sure what this thorn in the flesh was. We know that it caused Paul pain in his life. But we also know that Christ said, My grace is sufficient for you. That he was going to take care of Paul. And that he was not going to let it overcome Paul. To the point where Paul would not be able to do the job that he was set forth by God to do. He was given grace. In verse 10 it says, Therefore I take pleasure in my infirmities and my reproaches and needs and persecutions and distresses for Christ's sake. For when I am weak, then I am strong. Paul recognized that he could not be as strong as Christ was. But it was through his weakness that he allowed Christ to come into his life and to strengthen him. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life, and no one comes unto the Father except by me. And Paul understood that the path to the Father was not through Paul, but through his Savior. And so when Jesus said, my grace is sufficient for you, for my strength is made perfect in weakness, he was telling Paul, look, you are weak, but I'm strong. Take my hand. In Matthew chapter 11, we find something very similar. In Matthew chapter 11, verses 28 through the end of the chapter, Jesus said, Come unto me, all you who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am meek and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Come unto me. Come unto me. And that's what he was telling Paul here. Come unto me. Let me be strong for you. Come unto me, all you who labor are and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. We can't find rest apart from Jesus. And that's what Paul was looking for, in a sense, when he was praying for this thorn in the flesh to be removed, was to find some type of rest apart from God. And Jesus said, no, you cannot find rest apart from me. My grace is sufficient for you. You have to find the rest that you're looking for through me. In 2 Timothy chapter 1 and verse 9, Paul comes up to a realization of this, talking to Timothy. He says, For this reason I also suffer these things. Nevertheless, I am not ashamed, for I know whom I have believed, and am persuaded that he is able to keep what I have committed to him 
until that day. Notice that Paul said, I know on whom I have believed. This is because he had allowed God's grace, Jesus' grace, to be sufficient for him. For I know this reason. For for this reason, I also suffer these things. Nevertheless, I am not ashamed. For I know whom I have believed and am persuaded that he is able to keep what I have committed unto him against that day. Paul was not able to, but Jesus was. And he knew who he had committed these things to. For this reason, I also suffer these things. Nevertheless, I'm not ashamed, for I know whom I have believed and am persuaded that he is able to keep what I have committed to him against that day. First, Second Timothy chapter 1 and verse 12. And then going forward into Romans chapter 8 and verse 28 says, And we know all things work together for the good of those who love God, to those who are called according to his purpose. Again, this is Paul realizing that God's grace, Jesus' grace is sufficient for us, that he will take care of us. And we know that all things work together for the good of those who love God, to those who are called according to his purpose. So if we're obedient to Christ, if we're obedient to God, then all things are going to work together for our good. And then in Philippians chapter 4 and verse 13, it says, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Paul could even accept the thorn in the flesh and allow it to do its work in his life because... He understood that he could do all things through Christ who gives him strength. In 2 Corinthians chapter 12 and verses 22, um, 2 Corinthians chapter 11, verses 22 through 30, it says, Are they Hebrew? So am I. Are they Israelites? So am I. Are they the seed of Abraham? So am I. Are they ministers of Christ? I speak as a fool. I am more, in labors more abundant, in stripes above measure, in prisons more frequently, in deaths often. From the Jews, five times I received forty stripes minus one. Three times I was beaten with rods, once I was stoned. Three times I was shipwrecked. A night and a day I have been in the deep. In journeys often, in perils of water, in perils of robbers, in perils of my own countrymen, in perils of the Gentiles, in perils in the city, in perils in the wilderness, in perils in the sea, in perils among false brethren, in weariness and toil, in sleeplessness often, in hunger and thirst, in fastings often, in cold and nakedness, besides the other things, what comes upon me daily, my deep concern for all the churches. Who is weak, and am I not weak? Who is made to stumble, and I do not burn with indignation? If I must boast, I will boast in the things which concern my infirmities. Second Corinthians chapter 11, verses 22-30. through 30. Paul was able to get through all these things because he allowed himself to be made strong by Christ. He was weak. There was no way that Paul was going to make it through all these things persecutions in his life by himself. He needed Christ. He needed grace in order to be able to get through them. So in 2 Corinthians chapter 12 and verse 9, my grace is sufficient for you, for my strength is made perfect in weakness. This is a direct result of why he could get through the things that he did. How could he suffer so much and be so strong It's because he was not the one that was strong. It was Christ that was making him strong. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. 
Jesus, in the Gospel of John, chapter 15, verses 1 through 5, says this, I am the true vine, and my Father is the vine dresser. Every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away, and every branch that bears fruit, he prunes, that it may bear more fruit. You are already clean because of the word which I have spoken to you. Abide in me, and I in you, as the branch cannot bear fruit of itself unless it abides in the vine, neither can you, unless you abide in me. I am the vine, and you are the branches. He who abides in me, and I in him, bears much fruit. For without me you can do nothing. You see, when Jesus told Paul, My grace is sufficient for you, for my strength is made perfect in weakness, he was recognizing this fact. For without me you can do nothing. You cannot be strong apart from the vine. If a vine is separated from its branches, the branches will die. If we break ourselves off from Christ, who is the vine, we're going to die because we have to abide in the vine in order to be strong. We have to understand that it's only through Christ's grace that he gives to us that we are able to do anything. For without me, you can do nothing. So as he talks to us, we need to understand in our life that Christ's grace is sufficient for us as well. For we are not strong, but he is. In Galatians chapter 3 and verse 28, it says, For as many of you as were baptized into Christ have put on Christ. From the time that we give our lives over to him in the watery grave of baptism, we start to understand this process. We understand that it's not him, it's not us, but him living through us. In Galatians chapter 2 and verse 20, Paul would say, I've been crucified with Christ, nevertheless I live. Yea, not I, but Christ lives in me. In the life I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. Paul understood that he put himself to death when he went down into that watery grave. When Ananias asked him, Why tarriest thou? Arise and be baptized and wash away thy sins, calling on the name of the Lord. And Paul went forward and was baptized into Christ. It was no longer him that came up out of that water. My grace is sufficient for you, for my strength is made perfect in weakness. All of his sins were washed away, and God's grace was sufficient for him. If we've been baptized, that's what we were saying for our lives. Jesus, your grace is going to be sufficient for me, for I understand that I am weak. I am sinful but you've washed away my sins. And now I've went down to that watery grave and I died and your son came up and is living through me. My grace is sufficient for you. In Romans chapter one and verse five, Paul said, through him we have received grace and apostleship for obedience to the faith among all nations for his name. Through him, through Christ, we have received grace and apostleship. We could not do what we are doing, Paul was saying if it was not for Christ. If we had not received his grace and apostleship from him for obedience to the faith, then we could not do this job. It's only through Christ that we are made strong, that we are able to do anything. John chapter 15 verses 1 through 5, for apart from Jesus, we can do nothing. It's only through Jesus that we can do all things. And we need to understand this. We need to understand that we are weak, but he 
is strong. In Ephesians chapter 1, verses 3 through 6, the Bible says, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who hath blessed us with every spiritual blessing in heavenly places in Christ, just as he chose us in him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and without blame before him in love, having predestined us to adoption as sons by Jesus Christ to himself, according to the good pleasure of his will, to the praise of the glory of his grace by which he made us accepted in the beloved. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, verse 3, who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in heavenly places. Everything, all good blessings flow through being in Christ. If we are outside of Christ, then we have not received his grace. And his grace cannot be sufficient for us if we have not received it. If we have not been baptized into him where all spiritual blessings are, then we do not have grace, which is a spiritual blessing, and it cannot be sufficient for us. And so we need to be in Christ in order to have his grace and allow his grace to be sufficient for us where all spiritual blessings flow from him. And then the last verse for today is found in Matthew chapter 10 and verse 25. It is enough for the, a disciple that he be like his teacher and a servant like his master. If they have called the master of the house Beelzebub, how much more will they call those of his household? We need to become like Christ in order to receive his grace. We need to be humble and lowly just as Christ was. We need to be a teacher in the world, obeying him and loving him in order to receive his grace. In order for his grace to be sufficient, we have to become like him. It is enough that for a disciple to be like his teacher and a servant like his master. God's grace should be sufficient for the Christian. And if it's not, there's a problem in the Christian's life. We need to be relying upon Christ for everything in our lives. From going to school in the morning for young kids, to going to work for adults, to keeping the commandments of God, to everything in our lives, we should be relying upon the grace of God. In 2 Corinthians chapter 12 and verse 7, And lest I should be exalted above measure by the abundance of the revelation, a thorn in the flesh was given me, a messenger of Satan to buffet me, lest I should be exalted above measure. When we go through things in our lives, we need to understand that God can take us through them. We cannot. We cannot go through it by ourselves. But it's through these hardships in our lives that we understand that God's grace is going to be sufficient. In verse 8 of 2 Corinthians chapter 12, concerning this thing, I pleaded with the Lord three times that it might depart from me. It's okay to plead with God for these things to depart, but we need to understand that it's through them that our patience is grown in James chapter 1 and verse 3. And he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you, for my strength is made perfect in weakness. We need to accept the answer of God. When we pray for things to be taken away from us and for struggles to stop, we need to accept the answer that he gives. My grace is sufficient for you, for my strength is made perfect in weakness. And understand that he is strong and we are weak. Therefore, most gladly, I will rather boast in my infirmities that the power of Christ may rest upon us. Can we be that strong? Can we boast in our infirmities? Therefore, I take pleasure in my infirmities, in reproaches, in needs, in persecutions, in distresses for Christ's sake. For when I am weak, then I am strong. 
So as we go about our lives today, let us take this little bit of food and apply it to our lives, digest it into our lives, and mold our lives around the Word of God. This has been Spiritual Appetizers, small devotional tidbits to stimulate the spiritual appetite. Thank you. So, as we go about our lives today, let's take this little bit of food and apply it to our lives, digest it into our lives, and mold our lives around the Word of God. This has been Spiritual Appetizers, small devotional tidbits to stimulate the spiritual appetite. Thank you. We hope you enjoyed this program. We encourage you to subscribe to our podcast on Pandora, Spotify, or Podbean. Thanks for listening.